So I'm just gonna quickly overview what we learned like last week, because you guys probably forgot. So um, you know our theme for this year, 2019, is Seek Now, and the now stands for. Yes, that's the N. O. Yeah, and then W. Exactly. So um, the theme for this year is Seek Now. So we're talking about getting closer to God, a deeper relationship. Um, kind of getting in touch with the community and fellowship with ourselves. Yeah, it's right there. Um, so this is our um, main text for this year. It's Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1. It says, Remember now your creator and the days of you before the difficult days come and the years draw near when you say, I have no pleasure in them. So um, last, last week we talked about how important these are to Jesus Christ and to God, which is our creator. So it, how it's important for us to remember him now when it's most important and it's the hardest part in our lives when we're um, we're kind of struggling with so many difficult things before later and we grow older it'll be more difficult for us basically so remember now you're creating the days you get to remember that so then we talked about this remember two 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 yeah we talked about this and we memorize only up to righteousness it says flee also youthful us but pursue righteousness faith love peace with those who call on, on the lord out of a pure heart so we only memorize up to righteousness and last week we talked about righteousness why it's important to be righteous and um these are like our five pillars, and then we're going to be continuing on to faith this week, next week, love, and so on and so forth. So seek now or never. You remember the five pillars? Yes, no, maybe. Yeah. In order. Righteousness. Righteousness. Faith. Faith. Love. Peace. And fellowship. So those are our five pillars. Seek now or never. So it's time for us to seek now or it's going to be too late. And that's why it's never. So... Today we're going to be talking about Seek Faith, and Pastor is going to lead us on discussion and talk you know, about Seek Faith. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Michaela. Such a short notice, but didn't she do very well? She did very, very well. It's not, it's not easy to stand up here. So great. Seek Faith. We're talking about Seek Faith today. Let's pray. I want you to talk to the Lord to speak to you. You want to hear his voice, not my voice. Let the voice of the Lord resound in your heart this morning. Pray. Shalom baradalas, mantos, kipalas, sontelevriados, shokla bradele, zudori balavascos, kisata lamondes, azadelemos, zolaferom malekleduski. Oh, how we need you. We want to hear your voice, Jesus. Your voice, so sweet to our ears. Let that voice resound today in our hearts in ways that we will never forget. Holy Spirit, I ask for your power and presence to hover over us. And when we leave, we will know that we are being in your presence. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning to everyone. We're talking about seek faith. Last week we talked about seek righteousness. I don't want to go back. Um, you can listen to it on the podcast if you missed it. But today we're talking about seek faith. 
and our scripture, like Michaela already talked about, 2222, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, says, Flee youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those also who call upon the Lord out of a pure heart. Two, 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 two. You have to remember that. Now today, our verse is flee youthful lust, but pursue faith. So if you add it to, from, if you add it to last week's, it's flee youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith. Okay? Pursue faith. Pursue faith. My outline, we'll look at the definition of faith, and then we'll look at the supremacy of faith, how that faith is so important. Then we'll look at the benefits of faith. We'll look at the source of faith. The source of faith. Yes. Yeah. You're welcome. Good. I like to see you writing. So, definition of faith, supremacy of faith, benefits of faith, source of faith. I had to I had to cut it here because there were still more points, but I realized I can't finish. So even this one, I don't know if I'll be able to finish. But whatever it is, we'll continue. Our camp this year will be on faith. Diligent seekers will be the theme. You don't want to miss it. The definition of faith is in the Bible. Hebrews 11 verse 1, a good scripture to memorize. Now, faith is the evidence of things not seen. Am I quoting it well? And is the substance of things hoped for. Is it correct? Opposite. Yeah. Okay. So faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is a definition from the Bible on what faith is. Please pay attention. The substance of things hoped for. I hope to be a great man of God is a hope. It means that right now I'm not a great man of God, right? How will I hope? If I say I hope to be a, bo a boy, or a guy. Will that make sense? No. No, because I am a guy. You hope for things that you don't presently have. Correct? I hope to make straight A's in my grades this term. Means that I haven't made my grades yet this term, right? But I hope to make it. So hope is something you don't have yet, but you are expecting to get. And faith is the means to getting that thing that you don't have yet. So faith is the, is the substance of things hopeful. So I don't have my grades yet, but I know that I have it already, even though I don't have it. Right? So it's the substance of things hopeful. The evidence of things not seen. For instance, right now, if I am struggling with a particular sin, 
It means that I am not fully um, righteous yet, but I hope that one day I will be free and I will be helping other people to be free. It's a hope. Do you get it? I'm still struggling now, but I'm going to not give up and still fight this thing to be free so that I will help other people. That is a hope. And if you have faith, you can overcome. The evidence of things not seen, faith is what allows you to see the unseen. Do you know that this world is not all that you see? Do you know that as we are seated here, we are more than we are here? True. Like, for real, I'm telling you. You guys should believe me. For real, we are more than we are here. In fact, the, the number of beings that are here are more than the number of us here. But the beings are Both. What? Right. Both. Yeah, they can't affect you, but they are still there. If, if, if Satan could stand right by Jesus and be talking to him, why do you think Satan can't be around when God's presence is still here? Okay, so faith is what makes you see the unseen. The evidence of things not seen, that is faith. Okay, so pay attention really today as we look at the supremacy of faith. I'll touch on three things in terms of what makes faith so important. What makes faith so important? Faith is so important because without faith you cannot have salvation. And without faith you cannot overcome the devil. And without faith, you cannot please God. I mean, it is so important. Let's look at the first one. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, 8 to 9, For you are saved by grace through faith, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. For by grace are you saved through faith. Without faith, there's nobody coming to Jesus. That makes faith very important. If the only way for you to make, to make it to heaven is to come through Jesus, and the only way to come through Jesus is to have faith, isn't faith very important? Right? Faith is also important because it says, when the Bible was talking about the armor of God, you know, in Ephesians 6, Put on the whole armor of God so that you can stand against the devil. You know, you don't stand against the devil um, with uh, a physical armor or by the niceness of your face. The devil is not scared about how nice your face is or how mighty your name is. He's not scared. It's, he's only scared by the weapons that we use. And faith is one of the weapons and when the Bible was discussing the weapons, it talks about put on the helmet of salvation, put on the breastplate of righteousness. We talked about righteousness last week. Put on the belt of truth. Put on the shoes of the preparation of a gospel of peace. Take on the sword of the spirit. 
Then when it gets to faith, it says above all. It means all of the other weapons I've talked about, this one is above all. Above all, take the shield of faith with which you can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. It means every arrow the devil throws at you, you need faith to overcome it. And it says above all. So faith is so important. So important. Now, this is the, this is the part that for me cuts the whole thing in terms of the supremacy of faith. Without faith, the Bible says, it is impossible to please God. I mean, you can try, be the, be the holiest person. You can be the holiest person on earth by yourself. Try, you don't smoke, you don't drink, you don't um, do bad stuff. You are a virgin, you are whatever, faithful, but you don't believe in God. You don't please God. You know, there are people like that. There are people who are virgins, who don't steal, who will never lie, who always do good things, but they don't believe in Jesus. They are just following principles. They are morally correct, but they don't believe in Jesus. They don't please God. God is not happy with them. Because Bible says, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. And those who will come to God must believe that he is, in other words, that God exists and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. This is our theme scripture for, for winter camp. And the, the, the revelation that is in this scripture is so deep that I can't talk about it now. So we'll talk about it at winter camp. Diligent seekers. Without faith, it is impossible. I mean, do you want to please God? How many of us will be happy if God is happy with you? I mean, you, are, you know, you woke up this morning, you know, wow, God is so happy with me. God is dancing in heaven just because of me. Wouldn't you be excited? I will be so excited. I mean, I want God to be happy with me. There are some people God is not happy with them. To be true, it's true. Bible says God is angry with the wicked every day. In Psalms, God is angry with the wicked every day. So there are some people God is not happy with them. But I want to be among those that God is happy with. And one of the surest way to make God happy with you is faith. Amen. Let's look at the benefits of faith. I'll only touch on four benefits. There are countless benefits. But for the sake of time, I'll touch on four benefits because I really want us to get to the source of faith. Because, I mean, you hear all this, but you don't know how to get faith. It doesn't benefit you. So I want us to get to the source of faith, and I want you to pay attention when we get to the source of faith. But the benefits of faith, four benefits. We already touched on one. You get God to like you. And we'll, we'll look at it. The second one is that you're able to overcome. You're able to overcome sin. Without faith, you can't overcome sin. Doesn't matter how hard you try. And then the fourth, the third one is that you do things that are impossible to be done. And the last one is you get prayers answered very quickly. If you have faith, you get prayers answered very, very quickly. So let's look at them. Faith and how you can gain God's approval. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 2, 
Uh, Anes, can you read for me? Through their faith. I mean, what are some of the ways that you, somebody can get a good reputation? Who can tell me? How, 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 how do people get a good reputation? Doing good things, doing good deeds. Doing good things, doing good deeds, right? You do good stuff, you get a good reputation, right? You do good stuff. The moment you do something bad, everybody doesn't like you, right? By doing good things, people like you, you get a good name, you get a good reputation. But in this scripture, how did the people of old get a good reputation? Was it by doing good things? No. Through faith. Through faith. I mean, think of somebody like Noah. The Bible says, Noah found favor in the eyes of God. In Genesis, I believe, chapter 6. Noah found favor in the eyes of God. Favor means God is happy with Noah. But Noah, well, what, was, what was nice about Noah that God was happy with him? You know Noah was a drunkard? Yeah. He drank wine, and God drank, and lay down naked, drunk, and his children came to see him naked. Right? So he had issues to deal with. He, he, he had issues, just like you have issues too. Right? He wasn't perfect. I mean, he was trying. He wasn't like a wicked person. But he was trying, but still, he had issues. Do you get it? And still, he was able to get God to be happy with him. How? Through faith. He said, through their faith, the people in the old days obtained a good reputation. Think of somebody like David. I mean, God says, a man after my own heart is King David. But he was an adulterer and a murderer. I mean, how can God say he's happy with a murderer? Let's be serious. Right? But God says he's a man after my own heart. Why? Because he believed God. He, David believed God. He believed in God's nature of being merciful. So much that even after he had sinned, committed adultery, and killed the woman's husband, he still believed that this God, he's merciful. So I'm going to cry to him to forgive me. That is faith. You know, that is faith. Where after you have failed and sinned again, you, you promise that you're not going to do this thing, but you've done it. But somehow you still believe that God will still forgive me if I go and ask him for forgiveness. That is faith. But when you don't have faith, you just give up and say, oh, no, you know what? There's no need trying. You don't have faith. But when you have faith, you can obtain God's approval, even though you are not perfect. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. Right, Chris? Yes. The second benefit of faith is that you can overcome. The Bible says in 1 John 5, verse 4. Tyler, read for me. Mm -hmm. This is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. That is, you know what is in the world? What? Evil spirits. What else? What is in the world? 
Temptations. Temptations are in the world. What else is in the world? Demons. Demons. <laughs> Demons are in the world. You know, the Bible actually tells us what is in the world. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, the Bible says, For all that is in the world, and it begins to list what is in the world, the lust of the flesh. Guys, listen. For all that is in the world, look on the screen. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. I mean, this is the summary of everything that is in the world. You can group all the things that are happening in the world under these three things. Pleasure in my flesh, or something that is pleasurable to see, or something that makes me proud. It's all about me. The pride of life. Oh, look at me. I have this nice car. This nice house. Right? Last of the eyes. I want to, I want to look good. So, whatever it takes to look good, even if it doesn't please God, I really don't care. And the last of the flesh. I just want to have fun. Pleasure. I just want to enjoy myself, even if it's against God's will. That is what is in the world. So you talk of sins, like we were talking about last week, masturbation, sexual sins, fornication, pornography. All those are pleasurable in our flesh. So all those are things in the world that we need to overcome. Are you listening? There are things that we need to overcome. Now, how do you overcome that? It says you overcome that by your faith. By your faith. If you have faith, you can overcome every sin that is beating you down. If you have faith. Amen? Let's move on. The other benefit of faith. You have a question? Okay. Is that faith allows you to overcome every impossible situation. Emmanuel, read for me. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, If you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Amen. Amen. Nothing will be impossible for you. I am getting D's in my exams. And I'm trying so hard to get better grades. I study and study and study, but I'm still getting D's. It looks like an impossible situation to overcome. Right? It looks like an impossible situation. But if you have faith, Jesus said you can say to this mountain, be, be removed and be cast into the sea, and the mountain will obey by faith. You know, faith is so powerful. Faith. It can turn grade D to grade A. Faith. No, seriously. I'm not kidding you. Like, seriously. Through faith, you can become an A student. Amen. Through faith. 
The last benefit of faith I will touch on today is that faith will bring you answer to prayer. Luke 18. Chloe, can you read for me? Can you see? Yeah. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. I tell you that God will answer them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he, re will he really find faith on the earth? Amen. Jesus told a parable about an importunate widow or a persistent widow. A widow who would never give up until her prayer is answered. She didn't have anything. She was only getting these. And she knew that it's only Jesus who can help her. And she's talking to Jesus. And still the answer is not coming. She said, me, I'm not giving up. And then, then Jesus, is, his ear will fall down. I will worry him. And so this was, I'm just paraphrasing the story. If you read the whole story, it's about the woman went to the judge, avenge me, or deal my case, deal with my case for me. And the judge didn't want to listen. And the woman took her bed and went to sleep at the judge's door. That me, if you don't answer me, I'm not leaving. And the judge said, this woman, if I don't answer her, I will not rest. Let me just answer her. And then Jesus said, hear what the unjust judge is saying. Shall not God avenge his own people who cry to him day and night? Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find people who have this kind of faith? You know, faith is not just, oh, I say that this chair move and then it moves. Sometimes you say move and it doesn't move. Then you, will you just give up? No. Faith is also that persistence that will continue to say move until it moves. So I am praying to God for this to happen and the answer is not coming. I don't give up. I keep praying and praying and praying until it happens. There are people who pray for their children and they pray for years. Some people pray for 20 years, 30 years for their children to come to Jesus. And they never stop praying. And they continue to pray. The child is grown 30, 40. They are still praying. There are some grandmothers who are still praying for their children to be saved. They haven't stopped praying. That is faith. Amen. If you have faith, you can get answer to every prayer that you pray. Amen. Let's move on to the source of faith. This is the meat of our discussion today. The source of faith. It's almost like chicken sauce, but uh, it's not chicken sauce. <laughs> the source of faith. How do I get faith? Now, there are, two, there are two ways that you can get faith that I want to touch on. One is one of the biggest ways. The other one is also there, but it's not really talked about a lot, but it's one of the secret ways of getting faith. The first one is the Word of God. Better put, hearing the Word of God. And then the second one is prayer. You can get faith by hearing God's Word. You can also get faith through prayer. And we'll touch on them quickly. Now, under Hearing God's word, you can get faith. I'll touch on how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven ways that would allow you to get faith through God's word. 
One is by hearing God's word. Hearing God's word. The second one that I'll touch on is by hearing and hearing God's word. <laughs> First one is hearing God's word. Second one is what? Hearing. hearing and hearing God's word. Listen, I'm showing you secrets. Hearing and hearing, referring to repeated hearing. Okay? The other piece, the other one is also a secret, which is hearing in a strategic way. And what I mean by that is blocking out things that don't matter so that you can focus on what matters. Okay? The other one that I'll touch on is hearing and receiving. So sometimes you can hear and not receive. Hearing and receiving. The other one is hearing and seeing. The other one is hearing and questioning. If you don't ask questions, you will not hear. Uh, do you know the students who usually do well in class are the ones who ask questions? When you, when you do the statistics, when you do, it's not always true, but most of the time, the students who ask the most questions in class do very well. Hearing and questioning. Then lastly, we'll talk about hearing and writing. Okay? Pay attention, please. This one, I wish that when I was your age, I was being told this. I'll be far advanced in the Lord. So pay attention. Okay? The Bible says, Romans 10, 17. Michaela, read for me. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Amen. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Faith comes. This is how faith, faith comes. It's like, it's, it's at your door. I am here. How? When you make yourself open to hearing God's word, faith jumps into your heart. Faith to overcome sin. Faith to overcome every impossible situation. Faith to have answered prayer. Faith to have God be happy with you. It comes by hearing the word of God. Amen. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. You know, there are a lot of people who read the Bible. There are professors in university who can teach you the Bible from A to Z, but they have zero faith. Zero faith. So I'm not talking about knowing the Bible. Huh? I'm not talking about knowing the Bible. That's all. When I say... Um, do you know the story about Jonah and the whale? Oh, yes, I know that story. Yeah, knowing that story doesn't do anything to you. It is knowing the word of God in that story that will change you. You know, when we are reading the same verse of scripture, what is God saying to me from this scripture? That word of God is what brings faith. 
Are you, are you following? That is why I was telling you that when you are reading the New Testament, try and write what you are also hearing. Because as you read the Bible, God speaks to you. That is how we hear God's voice. As you are reading the Bible, God speaks to your heart. Every one of us. I mean, God doesn't have uh, uh, favorites. Everybody. I mean, even the unbeliever, if the unbeliever picks the Bible right now to read it with an open heart, God will speak to that person. God speaks to everybody. As you are reading it, you are hearing. You are hearing. As I'm talking to you now, you are hearing God's word. If you just be distracted doing your own thing like some people are doing, you, you won't hear anything, even though you came to church. So faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. This would change your life. I'm telling you, if you have faith, your life will just, just like a rocket. You just shoot up. You pass the queue and be on the front. Hearing and hearing. Now, it's not enough to just hear. You know, that's why I'm talking to you and challenging you guys that um, get on the podcast. You know, get on the podcast. Me, if there's one thing that has changed my life, made me a serious Christian that I don't... Um, I'm not happy just coming to church. I don't, it's not about coming to church. When I come to church, I want to know what God is saying to me. I want to get closer and closer every day. So that after church, I, it's not like it's done. No, that's when it's beginning for me. I need to play what was said over and over again during the week. I'm not in the service there, but I know what happens there more than some people who are sitting there. Because I will go and watch the thing. Play it. Not once. It's, it's not news. God's word is not CNN. News, you just sit there and watch it and you hear it once. God's word, you don't hear it once. You listen to it over and over and over again. Look at what the Bible says in Psalm 62 verse 11. What does it say, Irina? God has spoken once. Twice I have heard this. That power belongs to God. Right. God spoke once. How many times did I hear it? Twice. Twice means repeated. Repeated. When God, God speaks, you want to hear it once? Please. Look at, like an ant. If I'm talking to an ant, do you think it would be easy for the ant to understand what I say? No. The ant needs to sit down and meditate and try to, what does this word mean? What is he trying to say and decode it? Because the ant is not in my world. So when God is speaking to you, you just hear it from the sermon preached today and just go home, then you won't get faith. You won't get faith. It's when you get on the podcast, say, yeah, today he was talking about faith. Last week he was talking about righteousness. Let me play it again. Then it's me. I talked to you guys about righteousness last week. Do you know how many times I have played that message myself this week alone? I preached this, it myself. But I have listened to it more than once in one week. Myself. <laughs> right? Because that's how you get faith. Hearing and hearing. And last week, when I was talking to you about righteousness, and I was saying that how, how do you, you are fleeing the youthful lusts. Right? How do you 
get rid of the last so that you can pursue righteousness. I was, I was saying to you that you need everything in these five pillars. If you are spending your time hearing and hearing, hearing and hearing, ah, it will amaze you that all of a sudden you have some power to say no to sin. It will shock you. It's mysterious. There is a mystery about it. But as you listen, listen. You know how you guys listen to those songs? You listen to one song, you play it. What is it doing to you? Amen? But you put on the podcast. So this was what he was talking about. Because everything that I'm saying, you know, I guarantee you by the time service is done, you will only have heard maybe 10% of what I have talked about today. That's only 10%. Majority of the mysterious things I have said, it just drops. That's why I go through the pain to record it. So that when you play it, and you play it, and you play it, myself, things I talked about last week, I was like, what? Because they were not in my nose. Many things I say, it's not in my nose. As I'm talking, it comes. Okay? So, when God speaks once, you have to hear it more than once to get it. The other way to hear is to be wise and selective in what is passing into your ears. You have to be very selective in what is going through your ears. Jesus said, therefore, take heed how you hear. Because your ear gate is so important to your faith that you have to be very selective in what goes through your ear. Did you know, uh, uh, let me show you a mystery. You know, physically, you are made of um, flesh and bones and blood and whatever, right? That's physically. Do you know the spirit world? Do you know what really makes up things in the spirit world? It's words. Words. Words are the essential ingredient in the spirit world. Words. That's why the Bible says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And he who loves it will eat the fruit thereof. How did God create the world? Just spoke. And everything that is seen is made out of things that are not seen, which is words. Words have power. That is why you will never catch me listening to a worldly song. Me. Hey, never. Never. Yes. Can we listen to instrumentals then? Because like, sometimes the beat is really good. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes the beat is really good. As you get closer to God, you realize that you don't need all those things. Wow. See, I'm telling you a mystery. Jesus said this, be careful how you are hearing. In other words, pay attention to what is passing through your ears. Pay attention to it. Because it can shape your very life. What is passing through your ears. So me, I select what I want to listen to. What I want to listen to. You have to, if you hear God's voice clearly, you have to be intentional in blocking out things that don't matter. Okay? It says, For whoever has, to him more will be given. 
Whoever does not have, even what he seems to have will be taken away. This is, this is the understanding. See, I talked to you about righteousness last week. I could say, oh, I know it. I taught them, so I should know it. Why should I listen to it? Then what I think I have will be taken away from me. But when I say, oh, I don't know it. Even there are things I talked about that I didn't know. So let me listen to it again. Then I also think, after listening to it, then I think, oh no, I think there is more to know. Let me listen to it again. Then the one who has more is given to me. Are you getting it? Hearing and receiving. Hearing and receiving. There are many people who hear but don't receive. But don't receive. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 3. Zoni, can you read for me? Um, Revelation chapter 3, verse 3. 3 and 6, yeah. And six. Remember therefore how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Amen. Remember, we're talking about seek now or never. And I'm just showing you mystery keys that will let you pass the queue and come to the front in your chasing God. All of a sudden, people are shocked. When did this person become so serious with God? I'm just showing you the shortcuts. Okay? And one of the shortcuts to getting close to God is faith. Faith. When you have faith, God can be standing here and there will be a long line, people coming to him, but he sees you at the back and he sees you with faith. He will jump all of them and come to you. That is God. He, he likes faith. And here, he's saying, take heed what, remember what you have received and heard. What you have received and heard. When you are hearing, there is supposed to be a receiving. There is supposed to be what? A receiving when you are hearing. Amen? You know how babies are formed. Don't look at me like you don't know. All of you know how babies are formed. Right? Do you know that the way babies are formed, that activity that forms babies, a lot of people engage in it but have no babies? Do you know that? How come? Because, because, there is no receiving of the sperm by the egg to fertilize. Guys, listen, listen. Are you listening? So, there is an activity, but there is no receiving. And so, nothing happens. So, you can come to church the whole year. But if you are not receiving, you see that your life is not changed. 
You are still the same. Last year, the same person you were, you are the same. The same things you were doing that you were not happy with, you are still doing the same things. There's activity, but there's no receiving. Remember what you have received and heard. You see, listen to look at this scripture in Hebrews 4. It says, for indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them or did not benefit them because it was not mixed with faith. So they heard it, but it did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith. Hearing and receiving. That was faith. And believe in the things that you are hearing in this place. You know, as I listen to the, because me, I listen to the podcast that I preach to you guys. As I listen to it, I am amazed some of the things that have been spoken here. And if I were to ask you, I'm sure you will not remember. Do you think that when we get to heaven, God will say, you were never told? The video will be played to us all. You see, you see me jumping around like I'm jumping around, talking to you about hearing and receiving. Amen? Second Peter 1, 17. For he received from God. He's talking about Jesus. Jesus received from God honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory, saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well. Remember when Jesus was being baptized? The Bible says, a voice came from heaven. This is my beloved son in whom I am well what? How does God become pleased with a person? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So Jesus, when the Father says, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased, because he had strong faith. So the Father was pleased with him. But he said, how? He received honor and glory. That there are things to be received right now. You know, as I'm talking to you, if you are listening with a heart of faith, you are receiving some things. And if you receive it, it will change your life. I mean, nobody is some superstar or some... You think that me, I'm a super... I'm not a superstar. I'm not a superman like some... You think me, I cannot sin. I can sin. Sure. Sin. <laughs> I can sin. The only thing that makes the difference is not me. It's the power in the, in the word of God. That I constantly soak myself in. Every time, I mean, if you are about, if you are with me, maybe sometimes you get annoyed. Because I'm always listening to preaching. Always. Always. In the shower, ironing. And when the place is silent, I feel like I'm wasting the time. In the shower? Oh yeah, I put my thing on and it's loud. Wow. And then in the shower, I'm showering and it's playing. Hearing and receiving. The next one is hearing and seeing. Hearing and seeing. Okay? 
if you so all these all these that I'm talking to you, they are levels. If all I do is to hear once, and all you do is hearing and hearing, I guarantee you our Christian experience will be different. There is no way I'll be ahead of her. She'll be ahead of me because she doesn't hear once. She keeps hearing. And I only hear once and that's it. She will be ahead of me in her experience of God. Then, if only all that she does is to just hear and hear and hear, but doesn't take time to find out how does this impact my life? How should this change my life? Right? So now she's moving from just hearing to receiving it into her. Like the, the woman with the man receiving the sperm. Are you with me? Then fruitfulness begins to come. We see the fruit of it. Now you see that her actions is changing because there is fruit bearing now happening. Now here we're talking of hearing and seeing. 1 John 1, 1 and 3. Liz, can you read for me? Amen. All these are these I didn't write these. These are all in the Bible. This is God's word. I didn't write this. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard. So you have to move from hearing to seeing, which we have heard and seen. That's, what, that's another level. Then there's another level, and looked upon. You know, it's one thing to see a beautiful lady pass by. It's another thing to look upon the beautiful lady. Isn't it true? Huh? Yeah. You just see it, but now you take a closer look and gaze. So, before I heard, they said, oh, this lady, she's very beautiful. So I heard it. Right? You see, the connection is different. You just heard it, that she's beautiful. Then you are sitting there, and then she passes by. Oh, wow. Yeah, what I heard uh, was true. She's beautiful. Then now you take some time to gaze and examine the beauty. Then you see that, hey, this one is another level. <laughs> right? I just have to use an example to explain to you guys. It's the same with the Bible. You know, as we are reading through the New Testament this year, you just read one chapter or whatever you read, you, you, are, you are just seeing some things. It takes another mind to look upon where you focus and zoom in on one verse and just meditate on it the whole day. You get revelation in God's word. Hearing and seeing. Another way to see is to experience what the word is saying. What the word is saying. When you experience it, there's so much in this, I can't go into details. Talk about it at camp. Let's move on to the next one. Hearing and questioning. Hearing and questioning. 
Do you know Jesus? Ask questions. The Son of God. Do you know he's called the Word of God? He is the Word of God. But he was asking questions. Michaela, read for me. Now so it was that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. Jesus, 12 years old. 12 years old. How many of us here is 12? Or, no, right now, none of us here is 12. But Jesus at 12 was asking questions to the old man. He was listening, like you are listening. Listening and asking questions. You know, there are things in the Bible you will not understand until you ask questions. You have to ask questions. And asking questions is a sign that you are hearing. But when you have no questions, I mean, if you are not reading the textbook on um, the cell structure, you are not reading it, and the teacher is talking about it, how will you even ask a question? Now, everything the teacher is saying, you don't get the whole thing. So how are you going to ask a question? Do you get it? The whole topic, no, you don't get it. So where is the question starting from? So you say you'll be there and be quiet. But the one who read it and was following and getting some parts, but this part, no, they didn't get. Their hand goes up. That one that you just said, I didn't understand. What does this one mean? You know, then you know that that person is hearing. They have to be asking questions. A lot of times people say, what's the use in reading the Bible? When I read it, I don't understand. Well, it is God's word. How will you understand just by casual reading? Ask questions. The last piece on this, hearing and writing. Hearing and writing. This is a, this one is, a, is one of the secrets that will make you, it will distinguish you amongst a group of serious Christians. Hearing and writing. A lot of people don't write when they come to church. Me, there was, I was like most of you. I used to just go to church. I sit at the back, not engage. I'll just listen. They'll do whatever. Preaching time, I told you guys, preaching time, I position my chair properly to sleep. <laughs> I'll sleep through the preaching. By the, somehow, by the time it's about to finish, I'll wake up. Wow. But I'm always there at the church. Preaching time, position the chair, sleep. That was, that was how I, I was. Not serious with God, just going to church. Until I went to this, we changed our church, we went to this different church, and the pastor really taught. He liked to teach. He picked the board and be teaching, and I liked it. So I bought a notebook. Everything he will teach, whether I understand it, I don't understand it, I'll write it. When I started writing, I was getting a different understanding. You know, you people, you, you are students. In class, the things you write down, don't they help you to understand the subject more? What you missed in writing down that another student wrote 
whose notes you shared, did it not help you to understand it more? Right. So that's why I have to take good notes. <laughs> but there's a secret in writing. There are many times I'll be in the media room when the preaching is going on, and there are a few times where I get distracted and I don't write, and then I feel like when, when I don't write, I feel like whatever is being shared is a waste of time. Oh, I'm not getting it. What is all this thing they are talking about? They are not talking about relevant stuff. That's how I feel. And there have been times when as I feel that way and the message is going on, I just say, no. I wait with all the distraction. I pick up my phone or my laptop, and then I just begin to write whatever the person is preaching or teaching. I just begin to write. You say the scripture. I copy the scripture. I paste it in. The next point, I write it. All of a sudden, the whole thing becomes relevant. I hear God's voice speaking about the, the thing the person is talking about. Without writing, you will miss a lot of God's nuggets that he is dropping. I encourage all of you, make it a habit to write, especially at this stage. You will not know God to a certain extent if you are not intentional. As I'm talking to you, like I told you, if I give you my notes, 50% of everything I'm saying is not in the notes. So if you don't write, how will you catch it? All the swear. One thing I always did when I went to church, every scripture that they will quote, I will write it. Every, I will write it. When I go home, I will go and read that scripture again. Even if I miss what they were saying when they quoted the scripture, I will make sure I write the scripture. When I go home, I read everything again. Then, when we come next week, you that didn't read the scripture and I who read it, which of the two of us do you think will be ahead? Of course. You know, God is not partial. God is not partial. God is, he just fair. You, you know God as much as you want to know. That's it. As much as you want to know is what you know about God. Look at this scripture. He says, then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, what? Right. Right. He heard something. And what he heard, he was telling him, write what you are hearing. If you are not somebody who likes to write, you will not hear a lot from God. Because God will be wasting his words. I mean, imagine the Bible, all the people that God spoke to, if they didn't write it down. All those words that are in the Bible will be wasted because we will not have it. So as I'm talking to you now, God is speaking to you. You, you think it's my voice you are hearing, but it's not my voice. God is speaking to your heart. You know, and you should be writing it. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. Laurencia, can you read for me? Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tables, tablets, that he may... Sorry, I can't see that. That he may run. He may run. Who reads it? Right. Good. The Lord answered me and said, write the vision. And then God, remember I talk about hearing and seeing. So sometimes some of the seeing will come through dreams and visions. As God is showing you things, speaking to you, he says, write it down. Write it down. He told Habakkuk, write it and make it plain so that the one who reads it can run with it. Amen. 
Let's move on to the next way you can get faith. I have two points here, and then we will pray. So, the first way to get faith is what? Hearing the word of God. The second way to get faith is through prayer. It's through prayer. You can pray for your faith to increase. The apostles said to Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. It was a prayer. Lord, increase my faith. It's a prayer I prayed this week. Increase my faith, Lord. Increase my faith, Lord. You can pray that prayer every day. All of a sudden, you see that you, now you are believing the things of God more. Increase my faith. In Mark chapter 9, Jaden, can you read for me? Can you see? Judah. Okay. Um, uh, Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Amen. Amen. So Jesus was uh, healing a boy who was brought to him to be healed. The father, Jesus asked him, do you believe that I can heal him? Because without faith, you can't get anything from God. Do you believe? And the man said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. So the man was saying, I, I, I have faith, but I know I still have doubts. You know, when I look at how my boy has suffered, I fully don't, it's difficult for me to fully believe that you will heal him, but somehow I still know that you can heal him. So I believe, but help my unbelief. You know, like you say to God, this God thing and this getting serious with God thing that Pastor Cyril has been talking about, I cannot get it even though I still don't fully get it, but I cannot want to get serious, but I still cannot like this thing that I'm doing. Lord, help my unbelief. Increase my faith. You pray. I mean, me, when I... I decided, because I was going to chat with my sister, my siblings, whatever. When I decided I want to get serious with God, I'll go to, like, we'll come to church, close, go home. I get home, because in Ghana, Sunday is Fufu Day. <laughs> so they are cutting coins on, they are making it, then they are pounding the Fufu. I will be in my room. I had a CD, it was a cassette player cassette player, put it in and put it on reverse, so put some um, song, worship song, so to play and play, and I'll be lying in my bed praying, just pray, just speak in tongues, pray, 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 then when it finishes, I'll put in a, because I had tons of preachings on, on cassette, even when I was coming to abroad, I brought a bag, you know the Ghana must go bag, the smaller one? I had one, right now it's still there, it's still my balcony now. The small one, full of cassette tapes, preaching. I was bringing it to wherever I was coming. I won't leave it. I have lots of preaching. Yes, Judah. Yes, they're still there. I don't have a, I, I have a Walkman that is still there that I can still use it. But the good thing is most of those messages are digitized, so I have them on my phone. But the point is, 
that you can pray for your faith to increase. Okay? Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Now, there is this other way, and it's still prayer. It's one of the shortcuts to increasing faith. And I want to challenge all of you. And it is praying in tongues. In Jude 1.20, it says, But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Prayer in the Holy Spirit is another way for praying in tongues. So if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, one of the benefits, and this, I, I hope to write this book. I've started writing, but I've not had a chance to get along. The benefits of speaking in tongues. One of the benefits is build up of your faith. As you, you get in your room, Makeles, Kombaradeles, Zevroski Pas, Kezotamandes, Malo Sotolobo Shadabakaya, Zeparia Kletoski Zonto Bolonde, Valabredoski, Shitola Maradele, Mondus Kusumpolu Katayas, Zefele Broduski Shondele Lebakaya. One hour is gone. You are still praying. Moshandara Labakaya. Two hours. You are still praying. I mean, by the time you come out, you are full of faith. Nothing will scare you. I mean, you, are, you believe God because your spirit man is strengthened. Amen? You, you can even get a combo, and I do that all the time, listening to preaching and praying in tongues at the same time. So the preaching is, is, is playing, then I'm speaking in tongues listening because when you're speaking in tongues you know your mind is not working right because the tongue you speak you don't think about it just comes out sometime maybe later this year i'll teach you about tongues and i will pray for you at camp i mean i'm trusting god everyone that will come to camp will be filled with the spirit speaking tongues but what was i even saying You come out full of faith. Okay, so you're playing the message and you're still speaking in tongues because your mind doesn't need to operate for you to speak in tongues. So you can still be listening to the message which you need your mind to hear and understand, but your spirit will be speaking in tongues. And you're receiving. I mean, you're just downloading things from God. Amen. This is my last slide. I want us to pray. Have you been blessed? Yes. Let's be on our feet. This year, 2019, flee youthful lusts, but pursue faith. Run for faith. Seek for faith. And I've showed you ways in this brief time that you can get faith. I want you to close your eyes. For a few minutes, let's pray. If you, can, if you are baptized in the Spirit and can speak in tongues, I want you to speak in tongues. And as you do, let the prayer in your heart be, Lord, increase my faith. Help me to hear and to hear and to hear. 
If you have not been baptized yet with the Holy Spirit, pray and ask God, God, I want to be baptized in the Spirit so that I can pray more. Lord, help me to hear. Help me to go and subscribe on the podcast so I can hear and hear and hear. Pray. Pray. Lift up your voice. Come on. Pray. Lift up your voice. Melo skashadaba. Ratelebros kifasonda labendos. La ratelemoski. Zutuli bindariska. La rondes kemonde levuski basandes. Jolobondes. Limfrotimanda sikihalas. Oh, yes. Solabadalas. Yes, Lord. Rados kemo lemvelobrades. De shoramanda. De shoramande. Malanda rakusa. Zibolambre nele sombra nele bataya. Increase our faith, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to challenge all of you. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, go and subscribe to the podcast. There are many messages from Apocalypse, Ecclesia, all of those are still there. Listen to it over and over and over again. We just did dreams. Listen to it over and over again. There is no way you will be the same. How can, how can you overcome sin without the word of God that will bring faith in you? Listen to it over and over again. You have to be able to even listen to it. Uh, there are some messages that I've listened to myself. I, when it's playing, I know the next thing that is going to be said because I have almost like memorized the thing in my head unconsciously. If you spend your time doing this, you won't have time for other things that overcome you. Let me pray for you. Oh God. Mahalas Kushalabantos. Rola Maskishura Matala Makaya. Yes, Lord. If you want faith to increase in your life, just lift up your two hands. The spirit of faith will come upon you now. Father, release upon your own people the spirit of faith. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Le Karabosha. Receive it. It is a touch from God. The spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. Matola mazudibi kahayas. John telebroski shanda badola makaya. Ha ha. Kalos malomvredoski shato lebahaskulimitayas. There will be no limits to your rising. There will be no boundaries to your ascension. By the spirit of faith, you will overcome in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Now I speak the blessing of the Lord upon you. 
As you go into this week, may the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be pleased with you because of your faith. May the Lord be gracious unto you. May the Lord fight every enemy that will rise up against you. In the name of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus mark every place you will be, every path you will walk on, to protect you from the evil one. In the name of Jesus. Friends that will take you away from God, may God himself take you away from them. In the name of Jesus, I command your mind to be like the mind of Christ. In the name of Jesus, you will be the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. The Lord make you smarter than your teachers. The Lord give you more understanding than your instructors. In the name of Jesus Christ, let the spirit of excellence rest upon you and cause you to excel above your peers. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Father, that in you your words are yes and amen, that none of these words will fall to the ground. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, doctor. Yes, our winter camp, like I said, is March 8 to 10th. March 8 to 10th, $95. You don't want to miss this camp. I can tell you, if the devil will want to steal something from you this year, it will be to prevent you from coming to the winter camp. You decide that you are going to beat the devil at this. Okay? And bring a friend. Bring a friend. Your friends will pay 75. We pay 95. What is the focus of our camp? Our theme is going to be diligent seekers, based on Hebrews 11:6. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For those who come to God must believe that He is, and He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Diligent seekers. I'm trusting God that by the time we come out from the camp, we will, we will be diligent seekers of God. Amen. Our lives will never be the same. And there will be lots of fun and other stuff that will happen. So, sorry. Where it's going to be, I will let you know. Okay? All right. Oh, the podcast, um, you go on the youth, uh, on the church website. You see this tab here, it will say youth. If you put the mouse or your hand over it, this sub-menu will drop. There's iTunes, there's Android. It will take you straight to the place. If you have a Google, you have an Android phone, 
you know Google Music? That, that, is, that is a podcast um, that once you click on that link, it will open. You subscribe. Once you subscribe, what will happen is every time I upload, like today, after I go home, I upload it, you get a notification. And then you just download it and listen to it. If you have iPhone, it's the same. Is that separate from the LWAG app? Yes. Okay. This is separate from the LWAG app. In the LWAG app, you will get the messages from Pastor Isaac in the main service. And you should be listening to that one too. I, I listen to all of them. You can't have a, you can't be too full for God's word. Okay? So make sure you are, I mean, you can be as, you can be so full of issues that nobody will think that you, God can use you. But as you just soak yourself in, in the word, you, you, you now, you'll be shocked that you are changing. That is the power of God's word. I mean, the whole world was created just by his word. Right? God bless you guys. I'm happy to be around with you all. Shall we share the grace? Let's be on our feet. Ah, what should it be? We shall hear and hear. That is it. I shall hear and hear. Amen. Now, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of our Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. He anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will hear and hear forever. Amen. God bless you.